My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about spirit guides and our intuition, specifically how they are one and the same, really. Um, my guest, Laura West, um, is a registered nurse, energy healer, psychic medium, and podcast host. And we're going to talk about how she teaches that with her work that she does, but also how it's guided her in her own life. I know for me, it was very key to learn about my spirit guides or at least have an experience of them early on in my development process. And later for me, they ended up kind of just merging into this kind of inner voice that now speaks to me on a daily basis. So <clears throat> in my experience, that's how it works. I'm interested to hear Laura's experience of this as well. And so that you guys out there that are learning about your spirit guides and connecting with your intuition can have, um, have some inspiration and know that you're not alone. So welcome, Laura. How are you today? Oh, I'm so, I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. So tell us what you do um, in a day's work. So you're a registered nurse full time, but you also do energy healing work and reading. So psychic medium, what, uh, you know, how do you, I won't say, I don't want to know how you balance yet. I want to know kind of what a day looks like for you and, and how you help people at, in the, the work that you do. Yeah. So <laughs> um, the balance part definitely plays a huge role in that, <laughs> yes. but I will say most of my days are filled up with my day job um, of nursing. I have more of an administrative role. So I actually get uh, the um, amazing gift to be able to work from home uh, full-time and it provides me a great work-life balance as far as that goes. And I'm teaching and training other nurses, which is my niche. That's what my master's degree is in, in nursing education. So I feel so blessed that I get to use it in my everyday work. So, so that takes up, you know, the eight to five sort of schedule Monday through Friday. And then, um, I spend a lot of the time following that at home with my family, with my pets, maybe running to and from the ice rink for my girls or, you know, whatever, whatever the day sort of holds being mom, I suppose is <laughs> when I switch over to, to full-time mom mode. Um, and then it would be uh, mostly on the weekends that I do energy healing work or I do my readings for clients. And then recording for the podcast happens on uh, about one, two days a week after work. So I just try to find those little chunks of time to, to make, make things work so that I feel fulfilled in all aspects of my calling. I hear you. Yeah, that was <clears throat> a big deal for me too. When I had a day job that I wasn't necessarily, it sounds like you've got a calling in your day job as well. For me, it was just <laughs> not so much. It was a paycheck, Yeah, but it was, it was inherently important that I followed the calling part-time 
or else I would have withered. And I think that's an important thing to bring up for our listeners that, and I talk to, to women all the time, if, it, if it's a single session reading or, or here, here or there that I do, uh, that, you know, if you can't follow your calling full time, you've got, it, once you're aware of it, if you don't do it a little bit, at least for your own well-being and your own fun, then it's not going to leave you alone. <laughs> it's going to be this thing <laughs> in the back of your mind. I got to do it. I got to do it because 100%. your spirit guides are going, do it, do it, do it, push, push, push. <laughs> that's what you, you wanted us to do. You wanted us to make sure you followed that calling. So can you share what that's like for you and how your inner guidance system helps you balance that, helps you know when to maybe push the pedal down or put on the brakes or you know, kind of keep following your calling, even though it gets to be a lot sometimes. Yeah. So what has been really profound in all of this is learning to hone in on my intuition and what that feels like that helps me to gauge where I should put more energy into something and where I need to pull back. And so far in my journey, it has been a little bit of give and take between nursing, between the spiritual work that I do as well. And right now they really complement and, and balance each other nicely. Cause like you mentioned, you know, if you kind of ignore what your calling is, it's going to keep knocking at your door and keep bothering you. So by implementing it, when I'm, I guess, able, uh, as far as how I can be of service to other people, uh, then that has given me that work life spirit balance. Now that's, that's how I can be of service to other people. So like readings and energy healings and things like that. But my spirituality is interwoven in everything that I do, nursing, mothering, everything. So it's a constant in my life, regardless of what it is that I'm doing, mm -hmm. whatever it is that I'm doing. I just try to do the best that I can with the guidance of spirit helping me and honing in on my intuition has been paramount for that because that has helped me to decipher when is it maybe spirit? When is it me? And me isn't so bad, but spirit has a much bigger um, perspective. Yes, <laughs> so they know when we should go <laughs> forward and not. Right. So, you know, so, so it's, it's learning to read the difference between the two so that if you do feel the need to pull back on something or, and put your energy more towards something else, it feels okay and it feels right. And it feels like the right thing to do. And it's giving yourself that grace and that permission to do so because there's reason for it. That spirit seems to have a better understanding and idea of maybe what's coming or what's, you know, manifesting or coming to fruition. Um, if we do listen to that intuition and take the time to follow it, because uh, intuition is, is more than just having a hunch about something or feeling that you shouldn't go left when you normally do go straight on your, on your way home or something like mm -hmm. that. It's so much more when you dive deep into it. Now, do you have to dive deep into it to, uh, you know, to, to strengthen it or to have it? No, you don't. But then there are people like you and me, Molly, who do like to dive deeper and maybe mm -hmm. understand more of what is intuition, who's behind or what's behind yeah. the intuition, <laughs> what is it doing for me? And so everybody naturally has it. Everybody naturally 
follows it just by the words that they use of, oh, you know, I should have, I should have listened. I, I knew the answer or, oh, that, that feels like such a red flag. You know, these, these words that we use that are describing intuition, whether or not we subscribe to it, uh, it's there. And so by honing in on, on it, uh, uh, a lot through meditation really, um, has helped me to strengthen that, to be able to see where my energy needs to go. And luckily right now it feels good that it's in, um, different aspects of my life where I feel like it can be rather balanced. Nice. Very cool. And, and so you're, you're, you touched on a really great point there. And I, I say it all the time because of what I teach that we all have intuition. I get that question all the time. Do you think I'm intuitive? Do you think I have a gift? <laughs> yes, we all do. It just, sometimes it's just for you to guide your own life. And those of us who kind of geek out on it <laughs> because it's our spiritual mission <laughs> to that. geek out, on it, then we become, you know, like the athlete that trains to go to the Olympics and we, we yeah. train and train. And I think that metaphor actually came from Colette Baron Reed, a famous intuitive. It's like, you know, everyone can run and everyone can draw, but not everyone's going to be an Olympic athlete or a, um, a masterpiece painter or whatever, you know, sure, so it's, yeah. it's about what we're, where our passions are, where our spiritual desire is. And that's uh, for those of you out there who are guided and called to the work, there's a reason for it. So you mentioned, um, you know, you always knew that you were intuitive. You always knew that this was there and you were a healer, but it was a few years ago when you started meditating, mm -hmm. then you felt that you connected with this intuition more deeply. So can you share whether that whether this happened before or during that, when you connected with your spirit guides, how that's evolved since then, and what that looks like in, in the work that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So the way that my spiritual journey worked is I sort of break it down into two spiritual awakenings. Spiritual awakening number one happened in my teenage years when I read my first Sylvia Brown book and she was a psychic medium from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And she was the one to introduce me to spirituality in the sense of spirit guides, other side, like actually would describe what the other side would look like. And now there's a mother God and a father God and angels. But the, but the biggest thing that that stuck out to me was the idea of spirit guides similar to guardian angels, but, but different. Uh, and so it was around that time that I, I mean, my heart was fully in spirituality and what she described. And part of what she taught was how you can meet your own spirit guide. Cause everybody has one, at least one. And so I did that. And I asked to meet, to have my spirit guide, meet me in a dream. And a couple of weeks later he did. And I was fortunate to, enough to even in a dream state, know to, to ask him, you know, this male being that showed up in my dream, if he was my spirit guide and he said, yes. And I asked him what his name was. And he told me his name's Jason. So that's when I first met my spirit guide. And I first met Jason, nothing really came of that, um, that meeting other than my knowledge of who he was and that he was around. It wasn't until, until spiritual awakening number two, after I did the human stuff, I finished nursing school, I got married, I had children, I bought a house, da, 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 da. It wasn't until, until spiritual awakening number two that happened in 2019 when things really took off. And I had visited a psychic who told me that uh, she, you know, told me that my intuition was really strong and how to hone in on it. And what was significant about that was that 
she told me this without her knowing that I went to her to find out how to hone in on my intuition. Mm-hmm, so that's that. when I was like, okay, we're on to something here, right? <laughs> so she told me to start meditating. And that's why I trusted when she told me to do that. I said, okay, I'll do it. Before that, I wouldn't meditate because a couple reasons. I had these preconceived notions that meditation was, you know, sitting on a mountain lotus position for two hours and you had to be a guru to do it. I'm like, I didn't think that was me. And then the other thing was I was actually scared that with meditating, like your soul left your body and then you were like at risk of possession. <laughs> It's like so That's silly a, to think about it's a common. Now. Yeah. It's a, right. People, okay. Yep, it's taught in, oh, in cultures yeah. and religions, yeah. and it may have been a leftover from a past life. Who knows? Who knows? Right. So, uh, so I had some of that, but she, she told me all she had to tell me was you're loved and protected. And that was it. And I said, okay, let's do it. And as I started to do it, I realized, oh, it's, it's not scary at all. In fact, it's a lot of work, like trying to, you know, get these, let these thoughts move on and trying to focus back on my breathing. So a, a lot of guided meditations helped me. And, you know, I didn't really know how meditating was going to help me with my intuition. I had no clue. I just put my trust into it and just started practicing it. But then that's when I saw, realized what was happening. And what meditation was doing for me was it was, you know, uh, quieting my mind enough to where my intuition was starting to get stronger. And what I mean by that is communication from the other side, getting messages, getting downloads, getting aha moments, things were able to happen enough to where, um, even when I'm writing, I, I get, I can focus. It's like a, you practice and you learn to focus, not just on your breathing, but the task that you're doing at hand, which allows you to receive these messages. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. And as soon as that started happening, this was summer of 2019 when I started meditating. It was, um, I, it was fall of 2019 that I learned that I was channel writing. And then it was um, winter to spring of 2020 when I, when I was guided to take an energy healing class, which I love the idea of being a nurse and combining my spirituality. It was, it was perfect. So I did that. which was then followed by me practicing, uh, channeling for other people, which turned into me doing mediumship and connecting with those who have passed, which turned into me writing a book, which turned about spirituality, which turned into me making an Oracle deck, which turned into me creating a podcast. (laughs) So it was like, all of that happened. Yeah. Within (laughs) a matter of like a couple of years. Um, it, you know, and I mean, I feel like that's pretty fast considering it was in my teenage years, 20 plus years ago that I first learned about my spirit guide. And then fast forward to a few years ago where I dive in head first and all <laughs> of these things transpired. So, I mean, it's just been an incredible journey and it sounds exhausting when I say it, but because it was guided by spirit I have the stamina, like they gave me the energy or the stamina to, to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. And that yeah. happens a lot, especially, you know, we'll, we'll feel those it's a push time, you know, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then it's like rest and then yes. nothing's happening. So spirit's like, all right, we're going to, we're going to focus on someone else right now or do, <laughs> let you rest and build yeah. up that energy again, or get, 
more um, receptive to receive the next download and then move forward and all of that you're right it's it's like an ebb and flow and it's such a such an intuitive art form you know to yeah. be able to hear it and follow it yeah so very exciting journey very exciting journey yeah. and it so i mean it sounds like your greatest success was simply tuning into that and following your intuition to create what seemed impossible so yeah. and, and it found you so would you say you didn't have ideas to do any of this before you started tuning into this it was like now you're going to do this now you're going to write a book now you're going to make cards totally <laughs> a good example of that is is the book so um you know you i feel like everybody maybe has like even if it's a split second thought of writing a book and what that might be like and being a published author and you know the thought had crossed my mind but followed by, gosh, it seems really daunting. Like who has that much to say? And it seems like a lot of work. And so it would just, I just sweep it under the rug. I didn't really give it too much thought or energy. And then what happened was that same psychic that I met the first time who told me to meditate, I went and I, I saw her again. And she, she asked me like, are you writing all of your experiences down? Because I see you writing a book. I said, well, I mean, I thought about it in passing, but I don't know. And I just kind of set it aside. And then uh, another friend of mine, a nursing colleague who I learned about, um, healing touch, the energy healing modality that I, that I practice, I learned about healing touch through her. And on a separate occasion, she asked me if I'm writing my experiences down because she sees that I would be writing a book and I'm tuned in enough at this point to realize that it's a synchronicity and it's not coincidence that two different people you know, not knowing each other said, asked me the same thing. And so I'm like, okay, this is definitely spirit talking to me through these people. And as soon as, as soon as I said, you know what, let's do it. Let's write a book. I couldn't wait to get started. It was like all that motivation just flooded into me and I grabbed my laptop and I was ready to go. And, um, <laughs> then I sit there in front of the, this, the blank screen. I'm like, well, what, where do I start? <laughs> yes. What, what am kind I of writing? book am I writing? <laughs> yeah. So That's, then I was like, that you was know me what? for like 15 years, like what I'm supposed to write a book. I don't know what it is it's, no. when it's where ready. It? it appears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so I I'm thinking like, well, you know what? I was talking to Jason, my, my guide. I'm like, Jason, this is your idea. So you need to tell me what to write. So I started by channel writing and just getting it out there. And then it, it, it organized itself with some help, but that's how it started. So that's an example of, um, you know, of what happens when I, when I finally decided to say yes, but, but no, it was never like a, a, an actual goal or bucket list item of mine before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's how it works with a lot of spiritual authors. They feel that we, we do feel this, like we've got a message and I don't know about you, but for me, it, it was a, a long slow, like I got the, the hint that I was going to do it. And then I had a lot of development to do before I could actually sure. do it. Yeah. And then it was, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's so confusing in terms of, uh, what, what is so special about what I have to say, you know, it's out there there. There's tons of spiritual books that say this exact same thing. So why me? 100%. <laughs> and I just had another guest the other day, we were talking about this, that we, we all speak in a slightly different tone and language and vibration. And it's so important that we listen to that because someone's going to get that wisdom or act, that wisdom will be activated in them because mm -hmm. of what 
you know, what you say, what Laura says, or what Molly yeah. says, or what Barbara out there says, or, or yeah, <laughs> Jennifer, totally. you know, you've got to, you got to, you got to do what you got to do. So mm -hmm. I find that really beautiful. And um, did you struggle with that at all of that? No. It's not really imposter syndrome, but it's like, why me? Like, why? <laughs> totally. yeah, tell me about that. Tell me how that showed yeah. up for you. 100%. Um, I'll give I'll give a little little short story about that with the start of the podcast. You know, I was kind of looking into something like a, a blog or a podcast. I wasn't quite sure, but I knew I was being guided to do either because I was feeling motivated to do one or the other. That's how I can tell and getting excited about it. Um, so to me, podcasts sounded more of the way to go. And I was talking to my brother-in-law about it, who has a, a podcast himself and he was so amazing because I'm having this conversation with him. Like, I feel like, I feel like I'm like kind of boring, really. Like, what do I have to offer? Like my life's not exciting as far as I feel. Cause I'm living it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I I'm a nurse. I, I work. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I'm a psychic medium, but I feel like there's a lot of people. I mean, I don't know. I was like, what do I have to offer? And he was just so encouraging, um, that it, that I decided to just go ahead and just do it. And I've never looked back, uh, apps. I mean, it's been one of the best, most exciting ventures and I absolutely love it. Um, but, uh, yes, 100% of, you know, who's going to find my story interesting. What do I even have to share? I feel like I'm still learning, you know, how can I be teaching and, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, all that <laughs> yeah. crap, <laughs> I feel, all the crap, all the intellectual nonsense. Yeah. Um, well, intellectual stuff isn't always nonsense, but when we're talking about our egos, intellect, it can be very overthinky. It can be very judgy. And I think that's a really good point to bring up for anyone out there that has the calling to, to write a book or start broadcasting what they have to share, you're going to feel that like, why me? If you don't, maybe you got to check yourself a little bit. But <laughs> so true. <laughs> because we're, we're shepherds and channels of this information and it's not coming through us. So when we make it about us, we can't do the mission. And that's that spiritual urgency to get these things out there, to, to speak what we're, we've come to speak. It's, it, it will, it will stay with you your whole life. So I yeah. highly encourage you to get support if you need it to then follow that calling and, and feel supported in it. Because I, I, what I'm learning, especially with my podcast, meeting women from all over the world that I feel like I have all these new friends is amazing. It's <laughs> like, that's how we like to relate. And, and just the same way you might have several friends speaking this, uh, talking about the same thing. You might have several books that are teaching you the same thing, um, but in, in different, you pull different points out of them. Totally. So, so that, that when you write that book, not only as a channel, but as a friend to those who are going to read it, that's going to be a way that, that you reach people. And that's the world that I think we're developing more as we go into our feminine flow, into our intuition more and bringing that out as a viable quality in the, the, the big picture of the world. We're yeah. seeing that a lot more, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it's very relatable when a, you know, a mom <laughs> is, <laughs> is on, you know, having, having a podcast or writing a book and sharing about all these things that are going on with her mm -hmm. and not somebody that seems maybe a bit more unobtainable. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, along with dealing with that stuff, and it sounds like you've got through it just fine. 
Currently, your challenge is balancing your personal life with following your calling, which is super common, especially while you're a mom and, you know, you've got a lot going on. So um, share a little bit with us about what that's like for you and and the conflict that you deal with when it comes to that stuff. Uh, You know, when I get really excited about starting a new venture, I, and I think maybe many people can relate to this, kind of want to jump in with both feet and spend a lot of time and energy in it. And when that happens in my circumstance, different things tend to suffer. And it usually is the time that I have with my family, uh, because that's kind of my more free time, I suppose. So it's finding that balance of being okay to maybe do, um, you know, one day a week of recording for the, for the show versus three <laughs> or something like that. Or mm-hmm. cause then I do all my own post-production work as well, which of course, as we know, is like three times as long as it takes to record. So <laughs> there's a lot of time spent on that. And though it's fulfilling to me, um, you know, I, you can, for me, I could, I could start to tell when I'm spending too much time, when, maybe I'm starting to feel a little bit guilty or I get some remarks from my kids. You're recording again. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so it's like kind of having to step back in and, and, uh, reevaluate, okay, how do I make this work? What, you know, keeping everybody happy, but keeping my calling moving forward, which is where I feel like I need to be. And I, I really rely heavily on my communication with my, with my guides my angels, like whoever's on my soul team to help me with that. Like, I don't feel like I have to take all of it on my own, especially if I'm doing a lot of this because of them. Cause like you said, it's not for me, (laughs) you know, I'm just, we're just the messenger. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. like, Hey, you know, you need to help me out here a little bit, you know, to make sure that it kind of works for everybody and life feels good and balanced. And so I do rely heavily on them as well to, to help make it work to help me be okay with cutting back to once a week, which I, I will say feels really good. Um, and also just being able to spend that time accordingly so that I'm with my family and not neglecting the important things in life. Um, you know, that I, that I will value from years to come, which is the time I got to be spend with my family and not in front of my laptop. So just being able to, um, have, have that understanding by utilizing intuition and the help from my soul team to get that accomplished because it is a lot for one person and they're there to help. So, Mm -hmm. so, you know, why not utilize them? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think we forget sometimes that's a really good point that yes, spirit's going to call you into things and into um, journeys and missions and purposes. And then we go, okay, we'll go do that. See you later. And we forget to go, okay, can you guide us now? Like day, you know, even second by second, minute by minute, how can we stay more present? How can Mm -hmm. we find the joy in this moment? How can we switch the story and and realize that if we let our minds take over or our fears take over, we're going to get right back in the mess that started started our own challenges instead of staying in that empowerment, the, you know, in my words, empowered wisdom that I'm giving the power to my guides and my guidance system more than my thoughts and my fears. So I I love that as an example of it. And and so the other thing that you mentioned is um, finding strength from the naysayers. Mm. So I would love to offer you some some guidance through a card reading today about that and boundaries, if you don't mind. Of course, I would love that. 
<laughs> Very cool, because that is such a huge theme. I know I had it a lot um, in my book. I referred to it as the burning fear, and I don't know how intense it is for you, but um, I definitely mm -hmm. feel like there is uh, something that happens, and, and it may be also you had the fear of like your spirit leaving your body and kind of some some disconnection happening because of meditation because we have these either past lifetimes or parallel lifetimes where we were persecuted for standing up for the wisdom that we knew we had to share. And when we're doing it in this world that we're, we're actually quite safe. I mean, in, in the US anyway, you know, it's like freedom of speech. We can talk about whatever crazy stuff we want. And especially if it's helping people, why not? But yet we have this like mortal fear. For me, it was, um, I, I might get fired from my job or someone uh, might, you know, do something yeah. terrible to me, or I might get expelled from my family. And it's like, whoa, mm -hmm. where is this coming from? So I feel for you, there is definitely um, you know, your, your spiritual maturity has always been there and it's rising up as a forefront of your personality and it's creating a need for you to let go of some old patterns that don't serve you anymore. Um, sure. probably people pleasing, usually it is, or making everything comfortable for everybody else. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. She's saying, yep. yep. So how yep. does that show up for you in, in your life? I mean, oh yeah. You know, uh, when I wanted to sort of revisit my spiritual journey. You know, I met the psychic and I kind of did it out of curiosity at first. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a little bit scared to tell uh, some people out of fear of, of judgment. Um, and of course there were some people that I knew were very open to this. And, and fortunately my, my parents and my sister are those who are very open to this. So oh, that's great. Yeah. I felt very supported there. Um, but I was worried actually about what my husband would think, cause he was brought up in a very different environment than me. So, um, but he was very open to it and for, you know, for him, it was nothing that he ever said or did, but it was more of me almost tiptoeing around my spirituality, talking about my guides and everything, um, until recently, well, recently in the last couple of years where I'm just like, I am, I'm in it. I'm out and I'm proud. Yes. <laughs> so out of the is, spiritual closet. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's totally. Uh, and, and no one can, can change that for me, even the naysayers, um, because that, that has, that has happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's funny you bring up the, the burning fear because I did do a life between lives regression session last summer. And I got to revisit a past life and experience that death so that I can get into the life between lives, which is what the uh, session's for. And that death did involve me being burned at the stake. And I had a feeling, um, but uh, I mean, that really just solidified, you know, or confirmed or validated what I had felt to be true and um, what happened to me in that, in that life. Uh, in the North Northeast America. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I feel like, and I mean, there were thousands, thousands of men, women, even children that experienced that. So there's thousands of us now who are still sitting in that fear. So hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. that makes total sense. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for sharing that because I know I've heard that story before. I, I have my own story of that. And it's like, wow, like the more we share, the more we validate that experience. And, and yeah. we do have essential memory of, of those lifetimes. And 
uh, it's just, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast, but <laughs> so I was going to get going on a tangent, not you know, go back, let's go back. So you're coming out of a time of seeing through the illusions and allowing yourself to shine. Although there is still a challenge of really stepping up and being super visible. Um, so just know what you're called to do is going to require you to still your mind even more. And okay. you have a destiny to fulfill. It's going to mm -hmm. be in divine timing as it has been since since you began this journey. But um, the more you can just do a little something all the time to make sure your finger is in the pot or you're doing something towards your goal and your destiny, that's yeah. all you need to worry about. Okay. The intention setting that you've been doing is great, but I do feel like something that you've been struggling with um, is part of the next intention so whatever loss you've experienced in the recent years this may be you know before the last three and a half years it may be during that time um mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. through the worst of it but it's important that you don't get um stuck on the little details do you know what i'm sure. talking about oh yeah okay yeah. good all right thank you yeah you're welcome and so the the biggest obstacle here is confidence and knowing that you you're here to make a huge difference um when you watch your emotional state um you're more able to trust in that divine timing but you may struggle with sometimes not seeing results or not seeing things happen as fast as you'd like and sure. that may undermine your confidence sure and so sure. the more you go with those guides like okay what do i need to know or what do i need to focus on today to get my mind off of that judgment yeah. of myself yeah better 100 <laughs> percent. cool that was fantastic thank you you're very welcome so you're on your you're on your path to just stay in your heart and you can't go wrong good <laughs> That's easy. I can do that. <laughs> yes, exactly. It really is always easier than we, our minds make it out to be. I have to watch my right? language, our minds. So <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your light today, Laura. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Molly. This has been wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? Yes. So my link tree has all of my links on there and that is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash guided west g-u-i-d-e-d-w-e-s-t love it love it check it out linktree slash guided west right yep awesome we'll get there awesome thank you guys for listening and thank you laura for being here thank you all right guys we'll catch you next time hey there i hope you enjoyed today's show if you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests make sure you subscribe for daily interview content and here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.